When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When the spawn meets world. What up, bruh? What up, bruhs? <laughs> and welcome to Bruh Meets World. <laughs> On the road. When it's Bruh Meets World. I'm Siege. And I'm Tony Curtis. You guys, not only are we on the road, uh, we went to go see a little live show. I think you may may be familiar with. Yeah, we went to um, a live production of sorts uh, with our best friends. Friends. Best friends. Those those are their words. I just want to tell you guys. Uh, We just want to say, we've missed you guys. We are so excited to be back. We're not really back back, so we want to make sure that that's very clear. Um, We are covering the live show, the 30th anniversary live show that happened here in Philly. We are recording from Philadelphia. That's right, we are in Philly currently, guys. Um, Also, I just want to say, TC just told me something very disturbing. What is your comfort movie for an airplane? Oh, Final Destination. I... I have it locked and loaded every single time I fly. It's that like, makes no sense. Every single time during takeoff, I'm watching Final Destination. And the people around me always give me side eyes and looks, but it's my tradition. That's what I do. Okay. Anyway, going back to it, um, we are here to cover the live show. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't get the chance to go to the live shows. I mean, they're touring around the country still, so check out to see if they're coming to a city near you, near you. but a lot of people haven't gotten a chance to go, so we want to give them the experience, what it would be like if they were able to go. Absolutely. Um, and then starting it off, uh, what was your journey like getting here? <laughs> <laughs> so my journey getting here, um, I took my final destination flight, um, I went to New Jersey and hung out with my parents for a few days, and then I met you here in the city of brotherly love, Brotherly love. Uh, literally 10 minutes before showtime. 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, honestly, we went We went to, what is it, the Met? Yeah, the show was at the Philadelphia Met, which is like this gorgeous, grand, like, opera theater. Um, and it's, it was so cool to see, like, them there. Didn't it just make it seem classy? Like a classy Absolutely. Event? Of course. It's very classy. They big time now. They are. They're doing great. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you've known about the cast, but they're they're kind of doing big things. <laughs> you know what really surprised me too was not just like how fancy the theater was, but how many people came out. Like people showed up. And people showed up and showed out. I will say that we went to the live show, like their first, what you call like their dress rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the show we went to back in the spring where they had their first bully reunion that was in Los Angeles and we were able to go and that was like their first live thing they ever did. So to see the, the birth of this tour and to come and see it once it's fully polished, it's just like night, not really night and day, but they've just really refined. Like, I would say enhanced. Thing. Enhanced. That's they've enhanced, enhanced the show. Yeah. Um, and we really, like, it's a really quick show, tight show. Tight, yeah. Um, but they definitely bring it. And as I was saying earlier, the audience also brought The energy. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that we loved the most of all were the fans who were around us. There yeah. was so much excitement. There was so much energy. There was so many great costumes. I so. also think, you know, because they're on tour everywhere. 
people are like, why did you guys go to Philadelphia to see this? They're coming to Los Angeles. Well, first of all, it's the 30th anniversary. And as you know, we can't really do anything that we wanted to do for the 30th anniversary because we're on hiatus. So we were like, what can we do to still participate in the celebration? And what better way than to come to Philadelphia, the home of the Matthews? And let me just say, being in Philly was part of the magic of last night because that audience, the energy, it was something. It felt Philly in like all the best ways. I don't all know. the best ways. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's do a little recap of some of our favorite highlights from the from the show. Stage. Absolutely. Well, first of all, we want to say that uh, Danielle opened up and said that SAG they got the approval from SAG to do the live show. So for all of you who are wondering, um, this was a SAG approved event. We of course want to support and. Um, just honor the strike that is still happening at this mm -hmm. point in time of recording. Um, and we will be on hiatus. The show will continue to cover itself, but also not have actors as they are respecting the strike. But the rest of this content, we are free to talk about and we are excited to talk about. So there's that. Also, fingers crossed that this whole strike is over soon. Because, guys, soon. I miss talking to y'all about movies and TV and shit. It's all I want to do. <laughs> In fact, uh, hopefully it's done by the time we send this episode. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Fingers crossed. Anyway. Manifesting. <laughs> uh, all right. So the show begins. Lights go down. Mm. Already high energy. And also, like, before even the lights go down, we're going, we're finding our seats. And we've had several people come up to us and they were like, are you the Broad Meets World guys? <laughs> What's great about going to a Pod Meets World show with us is that people will just be talking because obviously we don't shut up and people will hear our voices and they'll just start like side-eye, like the heads turn and they're like, I recognize that voice. I do like hearing people say, I recognize your voice. Honestly, I hate my voice. So the idea that you people... Know, it's like, so funny. I don't like my voice either and people hear, constantly yeah, like, compliment us. Like, I love your voice. I'm like, why? why? Yeah. <laughs> Ignore this if you're listening and you love our voices. Please continue listen but you know what? Um, i think it's trauma for being a suburban black kid of uh, just like feeling like my voice was never like i don't know like the voice of that was i was hearing through media projected that's actually a that's way deeper than i was prepared <laughs> to go because <laughs> you could be on to something there but uh i wanted to say we were surrounded by uh diehard fans and again diehard fans of ours it was great to hear people come up if you see us at a live show do not hesitate. Please. We had so many people be like, hey, I didn't want to interrupt. Honestly, like, I saw you. don't get me wrong. I love the show. But I would say, like, not not half, but a good chunk of the enjoyment came from the community of the people there. Like, interacting with people, talking to people. Everyone who came up with us, we had conversations with. We talked about Boy Meets World shit with them. Deep, like, what's your favorite episode? What do you love about the show? Like, these were the conversations that I, like, loved having. So that was a real highlight for me. Absolutely. And then as far as the last show as we were saying getting back to it lights go down they come up we we have some stuff that we can't tell you about but we will say we want to keep some secrets the opener was really good there's a surprise opening we're not going to tell you what it is it it's, was it's the best it was so much fun and the audience responded very very well to the, it. Uh, uh, the audience responded appropriately you know have you ever been to a concert for a band and you're like Guys, this is like a major band and no one's singing along. No yes. one's like doing anything, but that was not the no, case. Absolutely. At this place. Yeah, they were diehards. Absolutely. And then they come out, mm -hmm. and I will say, they come out and 
Crowd goes wild, as they should. Yep. The cast looks amazing, as they do. They are, <laughs> they're like vampires. They do not age. Like, every time I see them, they look better. Will looked so good last Will time. looked good. And again, like, I know that, like, Will has his whole thing with, like, his weight, so we don't really want to harp on that. But Will lost some weight. He, he was looking fit. He, he was, was looking, looking good. So fit. Absolutely. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so Will, Will came out. They all came out. Um, and the crowd goes wild. They, I will say, one of the things that we're going to tell you now, one of the reasons why we're not really sharing so much is they want the tours to be a great experience for yep. everyone. And they want the surprises to be surprises. So they announced to the crowd that they would like allow them to have like one photo op moment yep. and then please put the phones away. So we all honored and respected that they had their little moments and then they just get into it. Yeah. And, and by the way, guys, we do have these pictures on Instagram. So if you haven't seen our Instagram photos yet, check it out in our highlights and we'll make a post for it too. So you guys can see everything that we got. Absolutely. And then, so being in Philly, they did their little banter, their oh, little, yeah. you know, like, uh, have you been, what's going on? They talked about all the things that they did while they were in Philly. That's true. They went to a Mets game. They threw the first, Danielle threw a first pitch. She has a baseball card now, which is insane. <laughs> she has a baseball card. It's it's crazy. They also did a dance with the Philly Fanatic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like they really got into Philly this week, which I love. And speaking of Philly, their first big guest was a Philly native. A Philly homie. A Philly homie. Yeah, yeah, a homeboy. Um, Matthew Lawrence, which I'm not going to lie. Matthew Lawrence came out and, I, you know, we've met the cast a few times. Mm -hmm. And so seeing them on stage, it was like seeing old friends. I was really excited. But Matthew Lawrence came out and I kid you not, the little kid in me <laughs> was like, you're meeting a Matthews brother. I mean, like a Lawrence brother. Like, like, I was like, oh my God, a Lawrence brother is here. <laughs> that is, it's so funny that like, to me, Matt, like I can see him as like his own separate entity. But every now and then I remember that he's part of this tree. Yeah, no, no, like, 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 I, like I, I can't express enough how much I was in love with Joey. Then I found Whoa. out about Matt. Whoa. And then... Uh, Andy just grew up to be someone who I'm like, yeah, sure, Andy can take me anywhere. Let's go. So, like, I like, feel like Andy's your dark horse. I feel like he's. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, ignore most of it. But anyway, I'm just letting you know. He came out and I was like, it's a Lawrence brother. Mm -hmm. I, like, I whispered it to myself and I was so excited. And he was so excited to be there. Again, represented. It was really nice to yep. see how much he loves Philly and how much that city loves him back. Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of telling some stories about growing up in Philly and his experiences here. Um, they also all went to, like, uh, Haunted House this week. Like, they've just been having so much fun. And, and you know what's really interesting is while Matt was out there, they were talking about how, despite the fact that the show takes place in Philadelphia... They were never brought to location. Never. Never brought to Philly. This was Not a quick tour. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> They said this is their first time they had all been there together. Obviously, they came individually, but the first time they had, as a cast, been to Philadelphia, which I thought was really interesting. Absolutely. Um, and Matt talked about herping. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt's, Matt's got herps. Um, uh, do we just right, so yeah, no, 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 no. I think we need to explain. All right. So, herping is apparently the, hunt, like, the hunting, the searching for lizards. 
Right. Apparently during 90s con when they were in Florida, they all went out to dinner and Matt was a no-show. And then the next day they were like, Matt, what's up? He was like, oh, I went harping last night. Which was just Matthew Lawrence in the <laughs> middle of the woods with a headlamp looking for lizards. <laughs> Which is a crazy visual. But like everything that we've learned about him from like the Brotherly Love podcast yeah. and his guest appearances on Pod uh, totally fits. Well, he's a herbologist, so that, that makes sense. <laughs> but also like... A, a, a strange skinny white dude walking around the woods with the headlamp in the middle of Florida. Not unusual. <laughs> really? Not isn't. unusual. Not, not as Usually unusual drug as related, be. but you know, this is the... We don't know what Matt was on. <laughs> yeah, what, Speaking of. Yeah, what you looking for those lizards for, Matt? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, someone really early on in like the Q&A part admitted to being on an edible and it honestly made the rest of the show fun. Because <laughs> Will would just be like, are you also on an edible? Are you also on an edible? <laughs> By the way, we saw a few people. We were like, that person's definitely on the edible. On something. On something. Absolutely. Um, well, okay, so we do the Philly thing, and we establish Philadelphia as this basic premise. And then they jump into a skit. And they've done this a few times on tour, where they invite someone up to be the Corey Matthews, and they do a skit around that person. So, that being said, I'm going to tell you, if you're thinking about going to a live show, and you're like, who should I Dress up as Corey, because that gives you yep. an advantage of, like, an, uh, a chance of being called up on stage. Definitely. But do a fringe version of Corey. You want to make sure that your Corey is, like, undeniable, mm -hmm. and that way they can't resist but to bring uh, you Like up. a unique Corey, like Don King Corey. Or yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, like, something like something that. Like, because our Corey was someone, uh, a guy who we, we ended up meeting... Called Carl. Carl. And we gotta tell you about Carl because Carl made this experience <laughs> what it was. So Carl dressed up as they want the roles. They want you to take they the roles. They want you to take the roles, Corey. Like old, him and his wife were both old Corey and Sean. They uh, had roles in their he pockets. He had roles that he committed. We, we love Carl. Shout out Carl. Um, but anyway, he goes up on stage. Every, uh, everyone's like voted for him like, yeah. they, like they voted on who should be called they voted Carl goes up on stage um, they start giving him the Corey attire hey you need too many shirts you need hoodies you need this and you need one final thing and they pull out a Phillies hat the whole crowd cheers and, and there's Carl say? Carl makes the mistake of being like ooh I'm a Yankees fan you don't do that in Philly. Don't the, do that. The entire theater erupts in boos. <laughs> Boo this man. Boo. Like the heart, like hate, true hatred came from the audience. And by the way, it never ended. Like, like anytime someone like whispered in Carl's direction, yeah. it was just pure hatred. Every 10 or 15 minutes, someone would just yell, Yankees suck. <laughs> He was so bad. They were like, you got to get him back on it. Uh, I, I don't want to like run out Carl, but he did end up putting on the hat because he had to for safety reasons. For safety. <laughs> I told him the fanatic would be outside with a bat waiting. He's like, that's one of the things I want to... Literally, this, the, I, I, we should check on Carl because... To see, uh, see if he got home okay? Yeah. <laughs> They were they were not about it. But Those anyway. roles won't keep you safe now, Carl. <laughs> so um, they call Carl up on stage. Uh, he was a great participant. Uh, there was also a lot of like little trivia because like in this skit they just kept asking him random like, facts about Corey. What's you know Topanga's favorite food, right? Corey, you know the secret handshake, like Corey, and constantly testing him, constantly testing him. Uh, so it was fun to watch. But that was also the section where they would just bring out their 
very special guest. Yeah. So this at this point, randomly, we're like, oh, maybe, tr like, oh, uh, Sean, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, I'm here with a girl. And Trina McGee walks out. And it's just like, that's our first introduction to her. Crowd goes crazy. Same thing happens with Turner. And Turner our, comes out. And our other surprise guest that they did not announce, which was Danny was there. Danny was there! Harley we were so happy. Yeah, yeah. We, that was a surprise guest for Philly. Which, by the way, we love Danny. We met Danny at the LA show. He couldn't have been nicer to us. He's constantly supporting our podcast and like commenting and writing us and saying the nicest things. Like, we love Danny so much. So it was so cool to see him there. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that was, it was a, a great opening skit. Uh, it's one of the things that we really enjoyed. And then I think we go directly into QA. Well, yeah, I, it, it's, it, Maybe there was something else, but it goes into a Q&A, but I really love the Q&A in Philly. They allowed a lot of people to come up, and there were just some really solid questions. Like, there was this one woman who was talking about how, you know, how inspired she was by Topanga being the strong female character and how she just felt so, like, uh, motivated by her. Yeah. Another woman who said she started therapy because of how vulnerable and open and embracing of therapy they've been on the show. So, like, really incredible insights on stuff. There was also, like, a little kid. I was thinking about him. There, you know, his mom messaged us on Instagram. I forget their names. I'm so sorry. But he was the cutest kid. Danny. Da yeah. The mom's name is Danny. The mom's name is Danny. Yeah. So, Danny, I, I don't know your son's name, but he was adorable. He was six or seven years old. And he, they were like, you watch Boy Meets World? And he's like, yeah, I watched it on my mom's Netflix account or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. Uh, but it was it was a great experience to see these different people come up. Some people were asking really good questions. And again, we're mostly telling, we're sharing these stories because we want you to have like the best live experience when you go. Yeah. So make sure that you come with like original questions. Yeah, Because they will answer them. And that, I think one of the things that like they talked about and thus is they, uh, they're just so open and casual and will an answer honestly mm -hmm. uh, and, like, in the moment, which I think is really impressive because usually you get these kind of, like, formulaic answers. Sure. But I think they've really started to embrace just, like, being honest. One of them. my favorite questions that was asked, here's a great example of an original one. They were Someone asked, what song encapsulates your time like what song from the 90 makes you feel like you were brings you back to that time on boy meets world which i thought was like all of them were like wow no one's ever asked us that yeah, before so that was, was really, like a really, really good question, question. Uh, one of the questions that someone came uh, and asked uh, was to, to trina and Ryder, who were like um you were in an interracial relationship. What did that mean to you and how did you navigate it? Uh, and it was really good, mostly because like the entire audience responded to that question. Mm -hmm. And they really were like, you guys paved the way. And she well, was, it was it was asked by a woman who's like, hey, I'm from the deep south. I'm in an interracial relationship. And like you guys were everything to me. And, and like, she said like, like the story of Sean and Angela really helps her. Mm -hmm. Like, she was like, I just constantly go back to that storyline whenever I felt challenged sure. or anything. And she was like, if Sean and Angela could get through it, then I can get through it. And again, like, I think it's just kind of an extension of, like, what these actors and their characters have meant to so many people. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, and to that point, uh, it is official. Whoever wants to say anything, uh, Jarek is a real thing. <laughs> because during that was the thing during the skit is they made an announcement and they were like, we have Corey and Topanga and we oh, have yes. <laughs> we have Sean and Angela and Eric. Did Eric, Eric have any uh, a love interest at all? And, and then, then out walks Eric and Jack. Jack. <laughs> Will comes out with Matt as his love interest and it's canon. It's canon now. It's canon. 
This is his love interest. Jarek is real. <laughs> Team Jarek. You said Jarek. I was like, what? But I was like, no, I got it. Absolutely. Names. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we th- I just thought that was amazing. And then lots of people, like, again, it's something that we've been talking about forever, but I do love that the audience completely embraced it. And I think that also, yeah, uh, like Will was talking and then someone from the, he was like, uh, yeah, like he was obsessed with girls and then he just became a monk and he just never got into a relationship. And someone from the audience goes you're sitting right next to your boyfriend yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) Uh, and again i think it's i love that they are willing to embrace those things it was one of the questions that was asked where someone was like where would you like your storyline to have gone oh yeah yeah, and um the different ones was something like um will saying that he really would have liked eric to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. and that's where we got the you know your your boyfriend is there but I also like that what was like, honestly, like that could have been a thing. That could have been, yeah. um, but then also hearing uh, Matt be like, I would have loved to like do the spinoff with you. And I honestly feel like the spinoff idea of like the two of them just would have been fantastic. Well, it would have been the first primetime gay relationship. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, here's the thing. It's the 90s. It wouldn't have been a gay relationship. It would have been like one of those, we're roommates. And they were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates. <laughs> situations but yeah no um nonetheless it was great seeing uh danny trina and matt there and tony and tony yeah absolutely uh they brought out a turner tie carl also was able to get carl yeah for his participation he got a signed tie by the cast which we also have videos of on our instagram and the very cool tie it's a flat like straight from the 90s turner tie absolutely <laughs> Turned on by Turner, yeah. Uh, which they they asked for. They were like, "We got to get them the a shirt." Okay, yeah. yeah, we got to we'll get just, them a Turned on we'll by Turner shirt. Yeah. One for each, like Ooh, one yeah, each yeah. size. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So um, then we had the costume contest. Yes. Which again, we're saying, come as a Corey, go fringe. We had we had Trini's. We had, we had um, little Corey. Yeah, there was a, a a kid dressed in a little Corey costume, which was just uh, it was she was dressed in the pig costume, but put a Phillies jersey on top of it. Which <laughs> absolutely, that was like really it. good. Oh, one of my favorites, um, the Feeny and um, Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, yeah. So they had uh, a Feeny and a Morgan, and they were dressed as they are in the pilot when they're having their tea. Or was it the pilot? I don't think it's season the pilot. one. Yeah, 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 when he's babysitting the babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Episode. Yeah, um, um, that was a really good one. Sneak attack. Eric, so a person in a couch, which I thought was really fun. Exactly. There were a few of those. So I'm just going to say again, if you really want to get noticed, go fringe, yep. but go hard. The woman who ended up winning the costume contest, so, she went above man, and beyond. beyond. She created like this like giant piece of artwork out of like a cardboard or whatever. Yes. And completely like drew by hand and recreated the black and white episode from season seven. And then she was dressed in all black and white as Topanga. And it was very, very cool. It was phenomenal. There are pictures of it on Instagram. Yeah, Both Trina has it on her Instagram. Absolutely. But like she like it was I looked at it and I was like she she brought poster board. Yeah. <laughs> she, she she brought props. Like it And fun. it was like, oh, you are you're killing it. Yeah. Again, between her and Carl, I was like, yeah. the costumes were on another level. There was also another costume which I thought was really funny, which was alternative universe Topanga, where she goes to Yale. <laughs> Topanga goes to Yale. Yeah. And that was another one of our top favorites. Yeah. Because like she had a whole backstory and mm-hmm. a whole uh like they gave her a moment to talk about what she thought that character would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we were really happy. We loved it. Shout out to her. Um, Speaking of the costume contest. Okay, we are going to call somebody out. Not by name. Not by name. But there was someone. (laughs) 
during the costume contest who was dressed as um, the bridesmaid. Okay, so in season seven, Morgan gets a bridesmaid's costume that looks like a Southern Belle yes, dress. Yes. And she was dressed as Southern Belle bridesmaid. Morgan, very fringe, very dope costume. Um, fringe? Unhinged? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it was someone who was really excited to be on stage. Uh, maybe someone who took it out of It was an experience in and of itself yeah. to, to watch. Yeah. Um, and everyone noted. It's not just us. Like, our entire section. <laughs> Which, by the way, shout out to our section, everyone who we, we sat with. great like, section. Everyone was just like, we, we had a little group. Everywhere we, that's the best thing about Boy Meets World fans. Like, we're all, like, as soon as we start talking to each other about favorite episodes or whatever, we instantly become, like, a clique and friends. And I love it. Absolutely. Um, but that was entertaining. Uh, but I will say, she she did get her signatures. She got her signatures. <laughs> she got her signatures. She also really showed up in a great outfit. Like, yeah. the costume itself was... It was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, that energy was... <laughs> Speaking of costumes, by the way, there was another surprise costume that showed up on the on that night. Yeah, so um, we're pretty sure that they're going to tell this, so I, I feel like it's okay to share. But um, to close the show, they had ordered... Or someone's trashed down what they thought was the the Sean jacket. Yes. So they messaged them and were like, hey, we're pretty sure this is the exact jacket that Ryder Talks About got stolen from his car in New York. And he's been looking for it everywhere. And so they had this box and Daniel was like, we have not opened this box. We, do, we shipped it straight to Philadelphia. We wanted to do it here for the 30th. And uh, they opened the box and... It's not the jacket. <laughs> it's not the jacket. But but Ryder says it's basically an exact duplicate. He was yeah. just like, this is the closest thing, and it fit him like a glove. Like he put it on and they were like, they were surprised. They were yeah. like, this is like it's almost as if it was tailored for him. Yeah. Uh, and if we didn't see them over the box, you'd be like, oh, this was this was planned. But no, actually, it was uh it was great to see him back in the jacket. Yeah, if immediately it just it, he his face, he like lit up like yeah. a Christmas tree when Absolutely. he put it on, and that was great. Um, yeah, and then after that, like, that that was the show. Um, so you have, like, a little outline of, of what to expect when you when you attend one. Um, and they were eternally grateful. They were, like, again, I think you can't deny the chemistry. Oh, of cast. the cast. No, not at all. And what's really great, um, you know, they've been talking about it on their pod, too, that they're just becoming so much closer as they do this. And that chemistry really comes across well off stage. Like, their banter, everything that they're doing, it's just, it's so welcoming from an audience perspective because you feel like you're in on this conversation. You've been listening to the podcast. And, uh, no, I just love their energy together, their connection, their synchronicity is incredible. A big highlight of uh, the night for us was we were approached by this couple that just had a they just had a newborn baby, by the way, and they were diehard fans of us. And yes. that was like mind blowing. So so sweet. Um, what was it? I think uh, I can't remember your name, but I do remember your handle was Andromeda Retro. Yeah, they tagged us on Instagram. Yeah, but they have a newborn baby named Kai. Shout out to Kai. Shout out to Kai. <laughs> um, but they were just such an amazing couple. And they, like, came up to us multiple times. We got pictures with them. And they were, like, it's 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 interesting just to, like, meet people who are able to relate to us. As Absolutely. being, like, people of color who are fans of Boy Meets And that's World. what was really amazing is he was, like, we appreciate your voice. He yeah. was, like, in all honesty, like, just hearing you come out and speak about, like, what the show meant to you as 
two black men. Yeah. What it meant, like, just for you to ask those questions and actually challenge the script in that way um, was really important to him, and it inspired him, and I that made us love what we yeah. did. Like, we got approached by a few people of color last night, and it's always, like, a different a, a connection. Because they're, they, I don't know, we're, we all get it. We're all we just like, hey, this is a very white show, but we all love it, and we're being able to get the same things out. But of also, it. like, again, unapologetically appreciating the things that make you happy. Yeah. Even, you know, like, as people of color, we're very often uh, asked to fit into these boxes. Sure. Um, and so anything that embraces your your humanity and your ability to just come and enjoy content for the sake of what it is, but also acknowledging how it affects you differently yeah. is really important. Um, and that's that's why we started this podcast, in all honesty. It was yeah. to be like, hey, this show meant a lot to us, but what does it say that it meant a lot to us? And to how us. did we see ourselves in it um, was really important. And... Like I, I really uh, appreciated them coming up to us and, and sharing that, yeah. um, and we had a, we had a few people be like, "Hey, yo, I was listening to you in the before times. I was listening <laughs> to you before I listened to Pod Meets World." <laughs> like that guy, there was this one girl who was like, "No, no, no, you don't understand. They were Pod before Pod." Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome for coming up for the idea for the podcast. Exactly. So we pre- again. Um, just, A, we were really humbled by the people who came up and, and shared their stories with us. Um, big shout out to that couple. We spent a, a lot of good time just chatting with them yeah. and hearing um, their story and um, what it meant to us. And he was saying that, like, his friend listened to us, and that's how he got into Boy. So we're giving pod new fans. <laughs> that, Danielle. <laughs> You're welcome. I just want to say. I mean, you know what? We're friends. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so we're best friends, friends. So, besties, yeah. just yeah. sharing. Yeah. But um, yeah, honestly, it was it was fantastic. And then, if you were lucky enough to go for the meet and greet, uh, it was at. First of all, I will let you know. Get your meet and greet tickets beforehand. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if you don't, you end up having to wait in line. Uh, but even though we were waiting in line, we had a great experience. I had a blast in our line waiting for, because we were, as soon as, like, after, so, you know, Jensen let us know, like, hey, Philly actually oversowed the meet and greet. So there was way more people in line than there should have been. But while we were waiting, we just started having conversations with people around us. Yeah. Eventually, we started a mini production. Company. Yeah, like, we're just coming up with new series ideas. We were just like, okay, spinoff, guys, spinoff. What's going on? Okay, Feeny. All right, yeah, let's go back. Uh, what other ideas do you guys got? Um, we were just talking about everything with these people. And by the time we got to meet the cast, like, I, we were giving hugs to people in line. We were just like, oh, get me, make sure you write us on Instagram. Like, it was just like a community. A good bonding experience. Yeah, and like the community they've been able to cultivate through this podcast and through this show that ends like started 30 years ago yeah it's really insane because everyone was there and they were not only um in costumes and showing up but the, it, like they were genuinely like this means so much to me and i was just like kindred spirit like same like yeah. this is everything i didn't realize there were so many of us out here yeah so absolutely yeah i think meeting the fans and just hanging out with them was was a really enjoyable experience so yeah if you have to wait in line talk a little bit have some yeah time. please re- like like entertain each other yeah. because you're all there for the exact same reason it's a great way like people always say it's so hard to find friends as an adult but when you go to places like this where everyone has a shared interest that's so say, niche you have something in common like you're immediately gonna meet people that you have so much in common with so i love that yeah um, uh, we had we had a great time. Shout out again to everyone who kept us entertained in line. Um, and again, if you see us at a live show, feel free. 
have someone show say what everyone else. Are you those from Meets World guys? Yes. <laughs> uh, and then also come prepared. Know, know your Boy Meets World trivia because you, yeah. you could get called out at any point in time. Um, and um, what was it? Yankees suck. No. <laughs> Poor Carl. <laughs> Poor Carl. <laughs> he will never live that down. No. But also, I feel like that was like a good night for him anyway. He was like, I'm sitting next to my childhood crush. All, like, all thoughts go out the window anyway. Yeah. So honestly, he probably did better than most people would have done. Um, under the pressure. Uh, under, yeah, of course. I, I do want to say, again, I'm sorry, Carl, like, call you up, but he was like, I'm not even that big of a Yankees fan. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he was like, I don't know why. But he, I was like, I'm all moments to choose. <laughs> he was like, you're not even a huge Yankees fan, and, like, you choose this moment to this be like, I moment. can't do it. Yeah. Oh, God. That was hilarious. Um... Uh, but yeah, we also got to meet the cast again, which was great. We yeah. got a great picture with them. You know, <laughs> you know they're, they're all, like, oh, these guys, <laughs> our old friends. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And what I love too is that okay, so uh, Danielle talked about it on the podcast how she was like, oh, see, just so tall. If you look at me next to him in our picture together, she made sure to stand. So she stands <laughs> on stairs in our new photo, but the <laughs> stairs almost make her seem tinier. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was it was, uh, it was great to see them again. And Ryder smiled in our photo a second time. So Don't let him tell you he doesn't smile. We got Ryder to smile twice. We got Ben to smile. Yeah, we did. I, 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 think, I think it's us. I think it's that black boy joy. That black boy joy. <laughs> uh, okay. So thank you guys so much for joining us for this really quick, what is this? Like a class discussion? Yeah, class discussion. We'll call it class discussion. Class discussion. Thank you for joining us for this class discussion of the Pond Meets World 30th anniversary. Uh, thank you for everyone who showed up. Remember to reach out to us at Bro Meets World. We are looking forward to getting back in and we also have an announcement to make which is that TC and I have, we've missed you guys. Um, so and much. we still are honoring the strike, but we will be having a miniseries coming out in the next few weeks yeah. uh, that we're really excited about. And we think you guys will enjoy just as much. Um, so we have some new content coming your way because we definitely want to interact with you guys. We miss you guys. We miss making content. The strike has been... A struggle, but as, you know, strikes should strikes be. Strikes are supposed to be disruptive, and that's um, that's what we're sticking with. But we found a little workaround for the time being until we're able to come back full force for Season 7. So, we have new content coming for you, and then also Season 7. I don't want to hype it up, but... Um, oh, our Season 7? Our Season 7. Our Season 7's going to be dope. Y'all don't even know we got surprises. <laughs> we got stuff planned. So, just, just now that we are looking forward to speaking to you again. And in the meantime, remember to dream, to try, and do good. Thank you, suck. <laughs> Later, bro. Later, bros. When the spawn meets world.